Hello, 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 everybody. Um, I don't have plans to be up here long. I just kind of wanted to go on, do a check-in with everybody to make sure that everybody is okay to make sure that everybody is doing well and maintaining what you have to maintain. So I don't know if you guys remember the little show that used to come on PBS, I believe. And they used to say, conjunction, junction, what's your function? That's what they used to say. Hey, Simone, how are you, boo-boo? Yes, yeah, so they used to say, conjunction, junction, what's your function? In the little, in the little kids show. Yes. Um, and, you know. I, I was gone over the weekend. I had a really good time with my family. Um, even though, you know, we had to get together for certain things, I still had a good time with my family. Had an awesome time with Dr. K Saturday, and then I rested Sunday and got back on the road to come home today. Um... I'm good. I'm tired, but productively tired. So that's a good thing, right? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. People have church and leadership twisted. And I say that because I was so hurt by what I saw over the weekend. And I realized that when it comes, Quint is 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 out handling something. Because um, I wasn't even going to come on tonight. I was actually going to wait um, and do it later. But. Uh, I decided to just go ahead and pop on for a little while. But um, I was so hurt by something I saw over the weekend. Um, and the reason why I was so hurt by it is because when I saw somebody who I hold dear and I felt like I did not recognize them due to life, stress, things happening, things going on in life. It made me feel some kind of way and it literally hurt me to my heart. Um, I say that to say that people really have the leadership in their churches 
twisted and messed up. Um, because when you notice something about your leaders isn't right, there should be an automatic concern. And not a cons in in my heart went out to the point of where I didn't ask a lot of questions. I just went into prayer mode, right? Because that's all I know how to do. That's that's just me. I work best in prayer, right? Especially when I'm bothered, when something is vexing me. Um, when life, when ministry, and people don't get what you got going on, the ministry don't see what you got going on, they don't see the toll that is taken on you, none of that, there's a problem somewhere. When you can't leave when you can't go do what you're supposed to do as a leader and be able to go and take time away, preach at other places and things like that because of the fact of the leadership that you have behind or the people that you have put in place that are supposed to be leaders cannot step up to the plate and do what you have asked them to do in your absence, there's a problem. And granted, I get it. I've been in ministries before where if the apostle of the house or the senior leader of the house wasn't the one delivering the word, nobody wanted to be there to hear the other ministers speak. And I have a problem with that. Because if you trust your leader, then you should be able to trust who they leave behind to handle stuff in their place if they have to go, right? Um, especially if your leaders are in apostleship and you are a leader under that person, they should be able to trust that as the leader under them, if they say, elder such and such, minister such and such, whoever, I need you to do service on this night and render service in my absence. They should be able to trust that you're going to do just that. But they should also be able to trust that the lay members are going to show up and support like they would on a regular Sunday. But I noticed that in a lot of places, that's not what takes place. So for me, and this is a personal opinion, this ain't me, um, I can't speak on nobody else's behalf, but it's a personal opinion. If you don't trust who your leaders leave behind that are also in leadership, then to me, that tells me that you don't actually trust your leader. Okay? Personal opinion, 
That's how I feel. That's it, right? If I'm under you and you tell me this Sunday I won't be around, elder is preaching over here or evangelist such and such is preaching over here, come and do what you do so you can be in place to do the do the do, I'm going to be in place. Unless I have already spoken with you as my leader to tell you why I'm not going to be in place, right? Um, and that's me. I let my leader know when I'm not going to be around. Um, I tell her why I'm not going to be around. And that's my business to tell her that. Okay. Um, it ain't nobody else's business, but mine It's my business to tell her that, but I do that. Why? Because that's my leader. If I know that I'm a butt that need to be in the seat. And I'm not going to be there because I'm going to be out of place. I'm going to tell her why I'm going to be out of place. Right? That's just how I move. Nobody else got to do it. That's how Coco moves. But I'm going to go back to what I just said a minute ago. I think certain respect levels for Leadership, church, and ministry as a whole has diminished a lot. Um, you know, I I know that some people do more reverencing of the person than they do of the God in the person, and that's where you have a problem. Um, am I saying that you're not supposed to love your leader? That's not what I just said. But when you go from when it steps beyond that, I got a love for my leader to now where I'm turning my leader into an idol, that's where the problem comes in, right? You put your leader in a dangerous place when you begin to worship them instead of honoring the God in them. You are now worshiping your leader. You put your leader in a dangerous position. And they don't even realize that they're in that position because you put them there. Um, it's a lot. I dealt with a lot over the weekend. I've had a lot of time between Sunday, most of the day to day, riding back home, coming back. I've had a lot of time to analyze exactly what I was going to say and what I wasn't going to say because I wanted it to come out right. First and foremost, I didn't want to seem like it was going to come out wrong. But again, I'm being transparent. I am talking about me, right? I'm being transparent. I can't talk about nobody else's opinion. Coco talking about her opinion. And some people may not share my view. And that's fine because this is not your opinion. Again, it's mine. But there's some things that are lacking in the body today. Um, and to be honest, they've been lacking for a while. It's just that they, they went overlooked. People overlooked it. 
people had just kept moving and it can't be overlooked anymore. I am still very bothered by what I saw over the weekend. But more so, my heart aches for ministry. And I'm not saying certain, just ministry as a whole. My heart aches for ministry because I don't think that people understand exactly what they're doing, how they're doing it. That We're supposed to take care of our leaders, right? And when you begin to take care of your leaders, you got some people who feel like you brown nosing, you're trying to kiss up to the leader, you're trying to get too close. You're trying to do all of these different things. So many things have been said that I could care less about. Right. I just got a heart for people. I like to do for people. I like to celebrate people. I like to let people know they appreciate it. That's just me. And in that, I get so much stuff that has been said about me that people couldn't come to me and say it to me that I had to hear it from elsewhere. And that's okay. That's okay. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to say I'm glad that you didn't come straight to me. Um, because I probably wouldn't have reacted to you in a holy manner. You feel me? Um, all because of the fact you coming at me wrong about something that you don't know nothing about. It ain't got nothing to do with you and all that good stuff, right? Um, I've done a lot. I've done a lot. I've done a lot. I've done a lot. Um, and I've tried to go without really, really being bothered by stuff. But when you get me to the point that Nisi Poo, I see you, okay? But when you get me to the point that I want to cry, right? Because of what you have said, um, I'm not I'm not being petty at all. I'm not being petty at all. But when you get me to the point where I'm so bothered and I feel like I'm so hurt that I want to shed a tear behind you, right? Then I'm beyond bothered at that point. 
Um, I could take it a whole lot of ways. I could address it in a whole lot of ways, but I won't. The way that certain individuals would like for me to address it, I'm not going to do that. But I will say this. You got so much to say about how I do what I do. How about you stop talking about what I do and you step up and start doing what I do? Then you will have nothing to say. Right? Um. You know, for those that know me and know me well, I'm very bothered right now. I feel some kind of way. But I made a vow to myself in this season that I was not going to allow people to make me feel like I am who I am and I have a true and genuine love for people. And just because some people don't understand why I do what I do, you may not understand me as a person. And the bad part is you don't even know me because you've never taken the time to get to know me. But you judging me. And you judging me all wrong. You know, church folks are some of the most judgmental people ever. And it's church folk that will cause people to not want to be a part of church. It's church folk It's church folk that make ministry hard. It's church folk 
that make me stay on my face. It's church folk. That made me so glad that I'm saved. Y'all know me. I'm a very transparent individual. And I'm really hurt. Really hurt. You know, when people judge you in the wrong way, sometimes it'll make you want to stop being who you are. The people. But it's these wonderful church folk that want to curse you with the same mouth they're supposed to be blessing you with. The same church folk that are smiling your face and as soon as you walk away, it's a different conversation. I don't dot every I. I don't cross every T. But one thing about me is I ain't fake, nor am I phony. What you get is what, what you see is what you get. And a part to me that I try to keep people from seeing, because that's the size of me that I don't want people to see. That's the side of who I was before I got saved. And I try to keep her at bay. See, situations like these are the reason why I just look at me. Put me in a place where I can be me, let me do me, and I'm going to go home. I don't even want to have 
no conversations like that no more. Because people, boy, just make you want to do something to them. Pray for me, y'all. That's that's what I need y'all to do. When you go in prayer tonight, whisper my name. Yep. Because of, uh, yeah. My spirit is so vexed. I'm so not happy. I feel like I want to cry. I feel like I want to punch a hole through a wall. I feel a whole lot of ways right about now. Tried it. Tried it, sis. I'm still nauseated. I'm working around it. You know, the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and things in high places, right? That's what the Bible says. But every day, we find a way to tear each other down somehow. Every day. Every day, we find a way to rip each other apart. I am these people, and I appreciate you. We fighting against each other. Why? Why? Is there competition? in ministry. Why? I'm I'm just trying to understand y'all. I I don't get it. I don't get it. Why?
we supposed to be encourages one to another. We supposed to be building each other up. The Bible says, y'all excuse me. The Bible says, iron sharpens iron. Right? But how can you sharpen me if you're so busy stabbing me in my back? They say that we need one another to survive. I can't go. I won't build like that. I mean, I won't build like that. I'm sick of people that want to quote and throw out scriptures that you won't walk out and you refuse to live. I'm just sick of people. The Bible say, if you have an art with your brethren, you take it to them. That's what it say. That's what it says. But instead of doing that, you do the total opposite. You slander them, you get with your little buku buddies, and you talk about them. What you think you know, because you don't know nothing. This is what you do. But you want God to be pleased. You want God to be okay with you. You want God 
to bless you. When you the problem. When you the problem. Can't nobody live Coco life for her, but Coco. Can't nobody walk out my soul salvation, but me. And I'm giving a fair warning and I'm gonna be done with it. I'm giving a real good clear and fair warning, and I'm gonna be done with it. Bring it to me if you got an issue with me. Don't let me hear it. Period. Period. Just period. How you doing there? How you doing, boo? I pray all as well. That's that's what I'm asking you to do. Bring it to me. I don't want to hear about it. I just need you to bring it to me. Don't worry about who I do what I do for. I did it because I wanted to. It was in my heart to do it. God told me to do it, and I did it. Don't worry about why I did it. The worst part about the whole situation is nobody knew I had done nothing because I didn't put it out there. I do a lot of stuff for a lot of people that people don't know what they're about. But I don't have to put it out there at the forefront and say nothing to nobody. If they chose to, that's their business. But who I do, whatever I do for, is my business. I did it because the Lord told me to. If you got a problem with what I do, take it up with him. If you got a problem with who he tell me to go and be a blessing to, take it up with him. Because see, where people got it twisted, a lot of the things I do for people, I do it with my own hand. I don't go out and spend no money to do it. I do it. I make stuff for people out the kindness of my heart, and I bless them with my hand. Don't worry about why I do what I do, who I do it for, or what it costs nobody. It didn't come from you. It didn't come out of your pocket. You didn't do it. You judge me because I'm nice. 
I mean, I could see if I was a hellion or something. But God knows I used to be. But now, I'm being judged because the nice stuff I do, like for real, for real. I need somebody to just get their whole life together and leave me out of it. That's what that's what I want people to do. Get your life right and leave mine be. At the end of the day, I'm not going to stop being me because you stupid. And I said it the way I meant to say it. So I'm not going to stop being me because you stupid. Okay. watch watch how you treat people folks that's all I got to say is watch how you treat people watch how you do people Everybody got feelings. And I walked around and walked around and just chose not to say nothing. But enough is enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. And I'm through. Because the next thing coming, the next thing coming is the next time I hear it, I'm not going to await to address you or it. Where I am is where it shall be addressed and dealt with right then and there. I'll be okay, Dare. I appreciate you for asking, though. I'll be okay. Church folk. Learn how to mind your business. And leave people alone before you get your feelings hurt. Okay.
again, since some of you know so much word, the Bible says, woe unto them that scatter the flock. Since you know it, watch what you do and say and how you treat people. Because when people start leaving churches because of you, you just scatter the flock. It's okay, bro. You ain't got to worry about it. No, it's not there. And half of the time, I choose not to say nothing. I choose, I choose not to even deal with it. Because I'd be like, why? But enough was enough. Uh, enough is enough. People keep doing stuff and you just keep doing it and you just keep doing it and you keep and you think that ain't nobody gonna say nothing. Okay. It's just like when you rub two things together, you keep causing friction, eventually you're gonna cause something to set a fire. And trust me, sometimes it could be a fire that you can't put out. Lovely church folk. Again, love you too, Simone. We are supposed to build each other up, not tear each other down. There should not be any competition in ministry. If you are a leader, there are different tiers of leaders. Not all leaders are in the same positions and first of all no two people hold the same anointing no two people I don't care if they have the same title do they work the same way and so while you feel like there's competition and somebody has came along to take your place to do something I don't understand but if you feel like somebody has come along to take your place then obviously you know that you haven't been doing what you're supposed to do if that's how you feel it. So on the upfront and very personal sidebar, deal with your insecurities and get your life together.
Do half of y'all realize that half of your leaders have been praying for help and God is sending the help? And because he's sending the help, you've been there the whole entire time, but obviously you haven't been helping. And so when he sends help, now that help is there, it's a problem for you. Deal with it. Suck it up, buttercup. And deal with it. Because if you get yourself together, put yourself in a proper position, you wouldn't have to worry about feeling like you're about to get passed by. You wouldn't have to worry about feeling like somebody has came along to step on your toes and take your place. Because what place do you feel like you hold? I've been so trying not to go there, but people won't leave me be. Your leaders have been praying and asking God to send help. He sent it. And he's sending it currently. And for those of y'all that are already in leadership position, don't get mad because help is on the way. You've been under leadership's rule for last 13 years or so. But you haven't been able to take your leader's vision and help them run with the vision. Why? Whatever your reasons may be, don't nobody know but you. Get it together, folks. Just, just, we got to get it together. We got to get together. And yes, to those of y'all that have been in my inbox the whole time I've been talking, I know that y'all sent me the messages. I saw them pop up on my screen. I'm okay. I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm cool. Trust me.
Keep your mouth full, people. Keep your mouth all people. You know, the Bible says that you got to give an account for everything that you do, everything that you say, for every person that you have said it about, keep your mouth off people. We got to do better, folks, because I, I can't deal. I so can't deal. We got to do better than that. Because, honey, when I get up here, when I get up off this live with y'all and I go get in my wonderful little, my little prayer closet, I'm going to lay everything that I feel right now out to the Lord. And the only thing I can ask him to do is work on me. I can't ask him. I don't ask him to deal with other people. I don't do that. Work work on me. I need you to work on me because the way I feel right now, you know, I I No, the Holy Ghost is real. God has done a wonderful work. Ooh, he's done a great work. That's all I got to say. That's all I got. He's done a wonderful work. Who he is to me. Is what's keeping me from not saying what I really want to say. What he's doing for me currently, I'm not about to lose nor give up because of stupidity from other people. I'm not going to do that.
value people. And I'm going to keep saying it. Because again, we losing people daily. We losing people by the hour. By the minute sometimes. Value people while you got time. Because when the Lord decides to call somebody's trumpet and they hear it and they answer the call. You don't have time for shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And I wish I coulda said. And I shoulda said and I shoulda done. None of that. None of that. I love it. The word that came forth on Saturday, I will never forget. I remember what the wonderful woman of God said, and I'm going to take it and run with it, and I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. So, that's all I got for y'all tonight. Be careful how you treat people. I am about to because I'm I'm through. Be careful how you treat people. And no, I'm not gonna say that whole be careful how you treat people because you may be entertaining. No. Be careful how you treat people. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to leave it right there. Anyway. I love y'all. I love y'all to live. I need you to live every day with purpose, on purpose, and make it count. I will be posting up the flyer for the conference tonight. And I'm going to keep it circulating until um, probably the Thursday before the conference. No, I'm not. I should be. And I might need to get that way. I'm not Nisi Poo, but I might need to be. Um, yeah. 
I'm gonna post it up tonight. I'm gonna make the event page tonight, and then I'm gonna circulate, keep it circulating until the Thursday before the conference. And so it'll be up and running for a while. It'll run for over a month or so. Um, I think most of the speakers were going to start circulating it in June. Um, at least the ones that I have talked to, that I talk to on a regular basis, said they were going to start circulating it in June. Um, and I kind of was going to try to wait and let everybody start circulating at the same time. But I am going to go ahead and create the event page for it. I need to set up the registration in the Zoom so that people can begin to register so I can get the emails and I know how many people are registering. And then, because um, I know a lot of people ask me, was I going to do goodie bags? Um, and the plan is yes, I'm gonna do goodie bags. So um, how I plan on doing the vendors this year is with the goodie bags, if you want to be a vendor, you can send me some of your items to go in the goodie bags with a business card so that the people can look you up and go to your site and buy whatever you offer. Okay. Um, because my event is not in person, it's virtual. So if you want to do that, then that is fine. Um, I am allowing people to be virtual vendors if they want. Um, again, if you want to be a vendor and you want to send your products to me so that I can put them in the goodie bags um, to send out to the people that pay for the goodie bags, then please just inbox me and let me know that. Um, going forward, it is the very last Saturday in July. It is starting at 6 p.m. until uh, the Lord said so. Um, every year so far has just been better and better and better, has gotten better every single year. And I'm looking forward to the move of God and what he's going to do and how he's going to do it. I know what he gave to me. Um, and I've already seen so much confirmation already without it even being July. So I know that what he gave me is true. I don't doubt what he gave and the message that he gave and the reason behind why he gave it and then him being strategic to tell me who to choose to speak um is even more planned out than what i thought that it would be um i'm very grateful and very honored um by the speakers that did accept the invite um, who said yes, and that are going to be able to speak. I, like I told you, we got some powerhouse people. Some of them you have seen on the show before. Um, all of them, actually. 
have been on the show before. So none of them are newbies. Some of them you probably just haven't seen in a while. So what I had started doing was I started replaying shows with those particular people in them so you guys would know who you getting in the speaker lineup. Um, so again, I'll run back down the lineup again. We have um, Apostle Delmarva Johnson from Warriors of Christ um, here in Wilmington, North Carolina. We have Elder Makisha Johnson, who is in Jersey. Uh, let me pull up the flyer because I don't want to tell y'all the wrong name of her, her ministry. I don't like doing stuff like that. So, um, so we have Elder Mykeisha Johnson from Fresh Word Kingdom Assemblies. We have Dr. K from KBM Global Ministries. You guys have seen her multiple times. You have Mr. Billy Bradley Jr. from Greater Church in Columbia, South Carolina. You guys have seen him multiple times. You have Pastor Viviana DeCohan from Mount Vernon Heights Congregational Church in New York. You guys have seen her maybe once or twice. And then you have Pastor Marvin Award from Eternal Life Ministries of North Carolina. Um, if you guys, I played her her replay about maybe three weeks ago. And the name of that one is called The Cost of My Oil. So if you go to my YouTube channel, um, you can find it there or I can replay it so you guys can see it. I got so many, so many inbox comments about that particular night's show where she spoke and gave the word where everybody was like, listen, I found myself in what she said. And they inboxed me and gave so many wonderful comments and rave reviews about her. Um, and she's only been up here once as far as speaking, uh, coming on the show and being a guest. Um, but she's a very powerful woman of God. Uh, and everybody up here is highly anointed, right? Um, and they all move and flow differently. Um, and like I said, it's just an honor. It's a blessing that they accepted the invite. I'm so excited about what God is getting ready to do and how he's about to do it. Um, and I just can't, I just can't wait. I can't wait. You know, I'm excited. July will be here before I know it. Um, I'm currently, you know, working on I always bless my speakers with speakers gifts and I send them out um, like a week or two before so I can make sure that they get them before the conference and I'm working on putting their stuff together and I'm having fun doing that. So, um, but it's a true blessing just to be able to witness what God is doing, how he's doing, how he's moving, even in the midst of even in the midst of, um, and I'm so grateful to him. Like I said, he's done a wonderful work. When I tell you he's done a wonderful work, I mean just that he has done a wonderful work. I mean, 
I, if I would have looked at myself a couple years ago, I couldn't honestly say that I could see myself where I am now, but I'm grateful for where I am. You know, um, I'm grateful for what I where I came from. I'm grateful for every life lesson. All of that good stuff has taught me a lot about me as a person. It's taught me a lot about life. And it's taught me a lot about how to deal with people. You know, um, I've learned to meet people where they are. Um, I've learned to meet people where they are and go from there. I don't expect things from people who I know do not have the capacity to give it to me. And with that being said, if you don't expect things from people that you know they don't have the capacity to give you, you can't get disappointed. You you can't get disappointed that way. And so I stay safe that way. God is good, y'all. God is good. Um, please go check out Quint's page with her. I don't have it in front of me, but I'll make sure I show it to y'all. Thursday night. Her scrubs and body butters that she has. Uh I will say this, I did use her um, turmeric, her mango turmeric set that she has. It does feel very good on the skin. It smells good um, as well. I will say that if you have dry skin, honey, it's going to lube you right on up. Um, you know, um, yeah. So go check out her page. Purchase you some stuff. She got some stuff that's not on the page yet that she'll be adding very soon. And again, I have some some stuff coming down the pipe myself. Um, getting my website together, getting a lot of things together so that when I present it, I present it well. Um, and it's complete, right? Anyway, I love y'all. We'll be back with y'all again on Thursday night. We'll be doing some Q and A and maybe some Bible, some Bible trivia since people have asked for it. They did like our Bible trivia night. Um, and not this month. <clears throat> Not this month, but next month in June, we'll go back to our giveaways once a month. Um, that'll be happening probably the third Thursday in June. Um, so y'all make sure y'all tune in for that show. Mark it on your calendar so that you can be in the comment section in any of the platforms so that you can win a giveaway that night. 
All right. So I love y'all. Have a good one. Talk to y'all on Thursday night.